So this quarantine life hit us harder than we thought it would. Welcome to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. And I'm Jen. And today we are talking about the funk that we were in while we were quarantined, or are quarantined still, actually. Yeah, they're barely opening up. Yeah, so that's gonna that that's gonna be all crazy too. We'll see. We'll see. So this whole coronavirus hit, and it kind of was like an over there type of thing, <laughs> in like China and all that stuff, mm-hmm. Italy, and it came here, and uh, to see the the country react super quick, like they shut down March Madness right away, and I was surprised. And yeah. then it was like the next day, spring training was gone, yeah. and like sports were shutting down, and so that's when you started knowing it was a big deal. Disneyland closed, and Disneyland never closes. Yeah, I think that's when it hit me. I was like, wow, there's only been like a handful of times that Disneyland has closed. So it was kind of crazy how fast it happened. Like life started changing really quick. We had plans for spring break. We were going to go to Six Flags. Yeah, we had all these plans, and everything got postponed, as probably has happened to you as well, who's listening. Then we got school shut down and then restricted access to like everywhere. So we've been home and I have, I've been going into clients' offices. Mm-hmm. So there's been like some social aspect for me. Yeah. And we have been helping a family member do lives for their church. So we do get to see somebody um, once a week. But other than that, me and our kids are at home. Which has been very interesting. They're home so, from, from now on. Like until next <laughs> so let's talk about that. The well, let's talk about the social aspect of it. Okay. So before, or not even before, like we still kind of consider ourselves introverted. Yeah. Generally. Mm-hmm. But even this was like a lot of the social stuff that we had going on. We had church. We had family things. March and April are big months for birthdays and all of our families. Yeah. And May. Yeah, and May. We're, we're just getting into May right now. I know. But it's weird not going to all that stuff. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, we kind of define ourselves more introverted where we have to be warmed up to be able to socialize a little bit better. But we have realized that we like hanging out in big crowds, though, even if we're not. When I say big crowds, I mean like 20 people or yeah. less. Not anything like 100 people or anything. We're not like big clubber, clubbers or anything no, like that. No, 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 nothing like that. But hanging out with family, friends gatherings we have huge families so that's what we mean when we say that we're we're not the center of attention but we're just around family playing games just enjoying each other's companies i know one of the things that that i started to miss right away was uh, helping people Mm -hmm. in a weird way because we have church and we go and we like offer advice and we help set up and guidance and yeah like just feeling helpful i don't even know if it's like just helping people with guidance but just seeing people face to face for the first couple of weeks and then came in zoom <laughs> for us yeah luckily we kind of well we bought it like right away zoom because mm-hmm. we use it for our business and then we were able to start using it for church and family members and my grandma has even got on yeah we even played a virtual bingo with um one of angel's high school friends Shout out to Luana's, the Luana's Coffee and Beer. They actually, they have really good food and it's really cool what uh, Aaron's doing over there. Yeah, they're located in Phoenix, Arizona, if you ever come visit here, if you're from out of town. So we were able to just kind of start doing that virtual. So that helped us in the social aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then we do have um, some business meetings that we do with friends that we gather and just kind of brainstorm together. So that helped. 
with that aspect as well. So we started learning to adapt in mm-hmm. the socialization part of it. And our kids did too. Like our, our youngest, is he's a social butterfly kind of person. Yeah. And he, they were already doing the whole online video gaming stuff, but they got Zoom, him and his friends, they were doing FaceTime. They were, they I think homework. they didn't even like watch parties and stuff. Yeah, and they do homework together on the PlayStation. They're all talking to each other on the thing and doing homework together. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, so every everybody's been adjusting pretty well in the socialization part of it, somewhat. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the struggles that we had. Because this wasn't, I mean, it sounds like it's been easy so far, but it was not. No. I think the second week when we went into quarantine, I stayed in bed. Well, I didn't stay in bed like straight for two days, but I was in bed most of the time for two days. So I was like, what's the point of getting out? What's the point of doing anything? I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not doing anything in this moment. And I think I was trying to hold on to being like, uh, I don't know, like productive or I don't know what the word is, but like a overachiever type of thing where like mm. take advantage of the situation, use the business and like all this kind of stuff. And then so when I was trying to do that, I felt behind because I was it was hard to, to do anything. Yeah. You know, those motivational quotes for the quarantine – yeah, they don't help me. <laughs> they're not making me feel any better. They're actually making me feel worse. Like, am I am I in control? I don't feel in control right now. <laughs> now I feel better as I've processed it emotionally yeah. and dealt with it emotionally. But it wasn't the quotes. It wasn't like some motivational speaker that helped me. It wasn't even me trying to learn something during this time. It was just me processing emotions. No, I agree. And I was, I was at that mode of like hey there's some free time let's learn something let's do something productive with this free time and it was just it added stress to me it was like i should be doing all this stuff and i should be doing all this and i wasn't and so it's kind of like a, a a dissonance like a separation between what i should do and what i am yeah and so it actually created a big struggle within me yeah now we did have one circumstance that our son got sick he ended up breaking out in hives and had a bacterial infection and that was really scary for us in the moment because we did end up having him to take him into the hospital. Yeah, I took him to the ER, and that was that was one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm, I kind of feel like a, felt like I was losing control. Mm-hmm. Where it was, I was nervous to take him to the ER because that's where the sick people go. If anybody has corona, they go to the ER. Yeah. And so I remember on the way over there, it was just like, all right, we don't because he was he was sick, but he didn't seem very sick. He just he did have a like rash all over his body, so it was yeah. He broke it out was scary. Hives and he was all itchy. The poor kid, but yeah, it was it was really scary as parents where you cannot control his health at that moment. So I remember telling him over there, like on the way over there, just hey, we're not going to touch anything. Mm-hmm. If there's sick people there, we're going to stay away, keep our distance. Yeah. Um, and luckily we got there and there was nobody there. Nobody was in the waiting room and we got in pretty quick. So Yeah, and I did have to stay home. They were only accepting one parent at a time with them. So that was really scary where I have never been separated from my child like going to the hospital and mm-hmm. staying home. So that was really scary in that. And I had emotionally processed that if he had to stay in the hospital, I could not see him until you guys returned. And that was emotional as well. So a lot of this was not easy where, you know, just meditate for an hour and it all goes away. It took a couple of days to process this whole thing. Well, I remember during that time, I was just always on. Like, I was not mm-hmm. sleeping much and I was, like, always worried about him. And mm-hmm. so it took a couple of times or a couple of days until we actually saw 
his him recovering. His progress, yeah. Yeah, and then, then it was like, oh. And then, like, that's kind of like when some emotion started hitting me more. It was like, yeah. that's when I was stopped running and just started to deal with it. Yeah, and I think I texted you when we heard him coming, when I heard him come out of his room, because we had quarantined him in his room, it was really amazing just to have him back in the house again mm -hmm. and just hear him and have his personality back and do things. And really, we've just um, been so blessed to have nothing else. That was the the extreme that mm -hmm. we've had. And so we're really thankful that that was it. And we've been able to go back on the men's and nothing else has happened. But yeah, it, a whole bunch of emotions had fluttered in where it was just processing it and dealing with it and we have a podcast coming on about being honest with yourself and we'll go more into dealing with the emotional side of that uh -huh. so i know for me like mentally i was struggling like it was mm -hmm. i started going back to the old ways like the level three angel mm -hmm. where i started worrying about money i started worrying about income and job and stuff and then just things out of my control I had the blaming stuff i was like Internally, I was blaming you, blaming job, blaming coronavirus for just yeah. everything. Which is funny because our finances have not changed. Right, yeah. So that's, it's just, emo yeah, it was just overwhelming. But I had to, I had to catch myself because mm -hmm. I know I don't want to act that way. Yeah. And so I, I had to stop. I had to stop um, thinking all the things I should do. And I think we had a conversation of like, just do something that you like. That's what you told me. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't done anything for myself this whole time. Yeah, are you, uh, I told you to be selfish. Yeah. Which is hard for you. Yeah, it is. And then I realized that too, I was not doing anything for me. And so I finally did. Just like, I had a day where I just watched my own movies and stuff. And it How was, did that feel? It was like really, I don't know, um, light. Like it changed me, like how I felt about stuff. Yeah. It made everything not so dramatic or like super urgent. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I was able to kind of get back on track which is pretty cool yeah and i think it was a few days later where we actually did the whole the meditating thing with kyle cease mm -hmm. and that helped me too and it was weird because i didn't feel like it was helping during that time i agree like yeah it was hard at first and then once you got into it it's like you were able to process things a lot faster which he says if you want to know more about him look him up evolving out loud we're not sponsored or affiliated or anything at all but we just really like what he does and how he helped us deal with our feelings <laughs> but the meditating thing is kind of a weird weird concept in the first place i was yeah. totally against it before oh so was i i thought i was like oh my gosh that's so stupid like that doesn't help at all yeah but he does it w with silence like there's no music in the background there's no guidance in it it's just you and silence and i think it's weird how that actually helps me more than if i were to have music on I know for me, it helps. It just like, it lets my thoughts go and I can kind of like see where I'm at. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm always listening to stuff or I'm always looking at my phone. Yeah. We'll talk about meditation more on another. I mm -hmm. think I think we're going to do this two-day meditation and so we can talk about that a little bit more. But I know after that though, like the next day I felt better. Yeah. Like I was just easier going through stuff. I agree. I think one thing that has really helped me is bringing, and I know most people are doing this, but if you're not, like we shut off the electronics completely for once, at least once a week where I play games with the boys for mm -hmm. a full day. Like I don't even get into the office. I just sit on the couch and we're just playing games all day, board games, not even um, 
electronics. We just played Mario Kart when you got home. But that has really helped disconnect from so much noise in this world right now. I found myself like looking in social media about what the news and what's been going on and it gets overwhelming. So I like to take at least two days not looking at anything like that and just focusing on uh, each other. So do you feel different when you're not like connected to internet and social media and stuff? I don't know if I feel different because I guess I haven't really thought about it, but I know I'm not worried or I guess I am different. I I just don't think about it. I'm focusing on playing games with my kids. Mm -hmm. So that's just something like I'm not trying to be distracted or anything like that. It's funny is when I do that, I get the most phone calls during that time. Hmm. Yeah. But anyways, that's just something that I love doing that has helped me overcome the funk or the level three or whatever you want to call it thinking. I just, it's really helped me embrace this time to see, I don't know if I want to go back to the norm, what we used to do. I don't know because I really enjoy this time. (laughs) as well i'm learning mm-hmm. i'm now to the point where i'm learning to enjoy a simple life yeah I now know. i do miss the restaurants i know <laughs> date night i do miss that i don't well before this whole thing we were just constantly busy yeah and this is kind of well like church was one of those things family obligations was another one that took Sports. up a lot of time yeah all the kids activities and, and don't get us wrong like we loved all that that's not something that we're not saying we loved but our weeks were packed out mm-hmm. and it's nice to see that we don't have any obligations. Yeah, we've kind of connected more with each other and our, our our kids. Yeah. And then doing stuff that we like and so it's been pretty cool. Even this whole reject the regular thing, we were kind of making it into another job. Mm-hmm. And we decided during this, this time, which is the main reason that it took us a month to even record anything, was it stop being fun? But we decided just to get back into it and, and do it how we enjoy doing it. Yeah. We just want to like embrace life again and not make it a job and just go for the ride. Just and do it and love it. And that's something that I have found that has happened more during this time. And I like, once I started seeing the positive of it, like not just cooking at home more. We've always cooked. I've loved cooking. So that wasn't a big deal. But actually just playing board games again, like going back to not having to be on your phone constantly and teaching the kids how to clean the fridge or uh, they wash dishes. Our kids do chores, but, you know, I just taught them how to clean the fridge detailed in. I I was learning how to do magic with them too. Oh, yeah. And so, and then, so Andrew's learning card tricks. He's learning that that shuffling thing and Mm -hmm. Alex is learning how to make stuff disappear. It's pretty cool too. Yeah. And it's just really fun stuff that we've just been doing with you've been doing it with the boys, I've been doing it with the boys, and then having family time or having us time as well. And not feeling like, oh my gosh, tomorrow we have the da 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 da. You know, and it, it's just a lot. It's just so simplified in this moment for us just to do it. So I think we've learned to say no more. Like we need to say no more. Mm-hmm. in our life yeah. I think we're learning that there's some things that we have to let go next year that we're not going to do maybe that we did this year and just really focus on what's making us happy and fulfilling our life mm-hmm. and be a little selfish yeah because 
we're not, we don't, I mean, I was just learning how to say no. <laughs> this has taught me a lot more to say no. <laughs> yeah, it's a good reason to say no to a lot of things. Like, no, I'm not going out today, there's a virus. <laughs> no, I can't help you. I can't come over, you might be contagious. <laughs> so that has been what we have learned on the quarantine life. And this isn't even just a lesson. This is just us talking about how we did it and what we've been going through. Um, go to Instagram at Reject the Regular or Facebook and let us know what's been going on with you during this quarantine life. Yeah, are you still feeling in a funk or are you getting over it? Have you learned any lessons in yourself? Yeah, and what's the first thing you're going to do when you kind of can get back to um, the outside world? Are you going to go get a haircut? Are you going to just stay home? I kind of am curious on what that looks like for I'm others. Feeling the haircut thing. Yeah, you guys need it. Anyways, guys. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reject the Regular. Until then, dream big and take action. Bye.